We're going Texan, Rowlett. You might be thinking, I'm already a Texan, but we just announced that we are a partner city for the Go Texan program created by the Texas Department of Agriculture. So stick around to hear from Commissioner Sid Miller and our new downtown manager, Melinda Bartram, about what this means for our city. And we've also got some exciting announcements and updates that are going on in downtown Rowlett. Commissioner Miller, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the My Rowlett podcast. Glad to do it. So, Commissioner Miller, for our listeners who are not familiar with you or the Texas Department of Agriculture, can you briefly share more about you, your role in this important state department? It's hard to believe uh, there would be anybody out there that doesn't know me or the, what the Ag Department does, but I'll, I'll give it a shot anyway. <laughs> but, you know, Texas Department of Agriculture is, is just what you'd think it would be. We're all about sows, cows, and plows, but we're, we're much more than that. I oversee a $6 billion agency. To put that in perspective, uh, my budget is larger than the budget of 31 states. Wow. So it's, it's a large agency. We have a lot of employees. We affect your lives uh, more times in one day than any other state agency. We, we're all agriculture, but we're also the consumer protection agency for the state. So we make sure that every barcode scanner in the state is accurate, that you don't get ripped off when you check out at the counter. We make sure every scale is accurate in, in the state, you know, at the deli counter, in the grocery store, at the feed store, or the way big trucks and truck stops, but it doesn't stop there. We go into every jewelry store, pawn shop. They buy and sell gold and silver by weight. We go in every mail house, uh, pharmacy. Uh, we go into all the airports. They weigh your luggage. Uh, it's an endless list. Uh, we even have specialized inspectors that inspect ping pong balls. And wow. we do that for the for the Texas lottery to make sure that uh, uh, no one gets ripped off, you know, and uh, when it comes to those millions and million uh, multi million dollar jackpots. So, of course, we do pesticides. We oversee that program, both agriculture pesticides and structural. We make sure that those people coming in your businesses and homes are, are not convicted felons, and we make sure that your pests and your children don't get poisoned. So that, we think that's in important responsibility when it comes to protecting consumers. We have numerous other uh, divisions there in consumer protection, but those are some that you'd be familiar with. We run the nutrition programs for the state, 12 of the 14 for the federal government. My single largest uh, job is to provide 5 million school meals each day to, to the public school system uh, wow. every day that they're in school. So we run the school breakfast program, school lunch program, and we make sure that uh, no child goes hungry in Texas. But it doesn't end there. We we make sure that the area food banks are, are stocked. We work with Meals on Wheels to make sure that program uh, remains stable and, and, and is funded and it runs correctly. We do summer feeding programs for the kids. We do adult feeding programs. We work with nursing homes. Uh, we work, uh, we have... Uh, certified farmers markets and we're going to talk about that in, in a little bit we have a marketing department we're basically the chamber of commerce for the state so we we market all things texas not just agricultural products we have over about 2500 members uh, and it's not just uh, uh people that are involved in farming it's, it's it's companies like spacex gulf states toyota pharmaceutical companies we have our own nascar race team it's a number 22 truck in the truck series, the Go Texan truck. 
we have our own radio show daily. I do a daily marketing report. We have a weekly uh, radio show. That all goes out to over 100 radio stations. We have our own TV show. Wow. It airs twice, twice a week. We're in 54 million homes across North America. Uh, it's Texas Agriculture Matters. It's on the Rural Programming Network, RFD TV Network. We come on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Texas Agriculture Matters re-airs 6 a.m. on Friday. So if you haven't seen that, tune in. It's kind of like Country Reporter that Bob Phillips does. Uh, we showcase the best of what Texas uh, has to offer. So we're, we uh, do international marketing. We've been on every continent on the globe marketing Texas products. So we we uh, run the Office of Rural Healthcare. We uh, provide healthcare in 191 counties to keep the hospitals and clinics open, keep those guys funded. So we, we, we touch a lot of people. Like I said, we probably uh, affect your life more times in one day than any other person, especially like we run the organic program. So when a, when a, a mother picks up a gallon of organic milk, we'll make sure it doesn't have antibiotics or hormones in it and picks up a carton of eggs, we'll make sure it doesn't have E. coli or salmonella in it. So the list goes on and on. It's a, it's a, it's a big agency. Wow. My next question is, when do you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> well, I try to sleep between two days if I get tired. <laughs> so for your position, Commissioner, are you an elected official? Are you appointed? How does that work? And what inspired you to take on this role? Well, there's 13 of us across the United States that are elected. The rest of them are appointed by the governor. I'm, I'm autonomous from the governor. The governor has, you know, no say over the agriculture code. I'm, I'm the executive over that. Gotcha. So uh, I was reelected to my third term last November. Actually, quite proud that I was the high vote getter. I got more votes than the governor, lieutenant governor, or anyone else on the ticket. So wow. apparently people are pretty pleased about uh, the way we operate. Yes. Amazing. Well, thank you for that clarification, because I know not everyone um, has that knowledge of, you know, how you get appointed or elected. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. So we are here to talk specifically about the Go Texan program. Since the city of Rowlett became a partner recently, can you share what the mission and vision is of Go Texan? Well, the Go Texan has been around a while. It's it started almost 25 years ago. Oh. Originally, it was set up to help entrepreneurs, startup companies, uh, mom-and-pop operations uh, market their product. They may make really good jams or jelly or beef jerky or something like that, but they just were not very good at marketing it. So we would partner with them. We'd show them how to get it, their product into H-E-B or Kroger's or sell it on Amazon, and that worked great for the first uh, almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. And when I came along, I decided that uh, – we needed to take our, our Go Texan program globally. So we, we're marketing Go Texan products around the globe. First 12 months, we're on every continent on the globe marketing Texas products. And we've been very, very successful at that. We've expanded beyond agriculture products. So now we market anything Texas. Incredible. That is an exciting job to have. <laughs> that is awesome. And so why are you excited to have the city of Rowlett as a partner city for the Go Texan program? Well, it's going to create so many opportunities for your city. Uh, there's so many things that you can now expand into being a, a member of our Go Texan family. Uh, you can have Go Texan certified farmers markets uh, where 
your citizens know absolutely that that is grown locally by a Go Texan grower, that it's not being shipped in from a greenhouse in Argentina or, or mm. Australia or somewhere. Uh, that it'll be 100% local products, be good and nutritious, no added salt, no preservatives, you know, no dyes, that'll be fresh, fresh off the farm. We think that's important. Yes. Uh, it gives you the opportunity to become a certified, uh, could be a certified Go Texan retirement community which is highly sought after and only about 4% of the cities across the state can qualify for that. But what that does, once you meet those qualifications of certain uh, medical facilities and amenities, uh, you know, things for senior citizens, uh, recreation, et cetera, uh, it would draw retirees to your community to come and, you know, move into your community and be, be, be part of it and increase the economy there in the job base. Interesting. I had no idea. So fingers crossed, maybe we'll apply soon. We're going to sit down with the um, the downtown manager, Melinda, who is the one who kind of initiated us becoming a GoTex and partner with y'all. So we'll definitely ask her and see if we have any plans for applying soon. So fingers crossed, put in a good word for us, commissioner. <laughs> yeah, and it, it also gives you opportunity for grants. We can partner with your city now that you're a GoTex and member. Uh, I just sent out a bunch of grants, some of them up to, uh, $20,000 to help with the 4th of July parade, a festival, uh, you know, uh, wine tasting events. We, we, you know, we partner all kinds of things to help you uh, enhance your community. So now you're eligible to participate in, in all of those uh, marketing grants through our GoTexan program as, as a community. Exciting. Perfect. Well, how can people get connected to GoTexan? Do you have a website? Do you have social media? How can people learn more about this GoTexan program? Well, we have all of that. We have a, uh, a website, uh, two ways actually. GoTexan.org uh, is, is the one that goes directly to uh, the GoTexan program. Or you can access our whole site, which is TexasAgriculture.gov. You can find everything there. Wonderful. Uh, and if you want to find out about, more about me and, and, and my elected position, that's uh, also Facebook, Miller for Texas, F-O-R, Miller for Texas. Great. And we'll make sure to add those all in the show notes. So for your listening at home, we will have that. You can click on it and get the links directly in the show notes. And Commissioner, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners while I have you on the phone here? Well, we just uh, look forward to partnering with you and opening you to some so many uh, programs that we have. We didn't touch on all of them. Uh, you know, you might want to take a look at our, our Main Street program where we'll partner with you to uh, revitalize your downtown area and give it a, a little facelift and, and makes you know something not just not that you're not proud of your downtown there but we can make you more proud of it right uh, but with with some grant money and, and doing a little facelift from some of the sidewalks and, and storefronts and things like that wonderful well we are so honored and excited to be part of the go texan partner city program and so thank you so much commissioner miller for your time and we are so appreciative and cannot wait for our citizens to listen to this episode to learn more about the incredible things y'all are doing over at the texas department of agriculture and what we're going to be doing here at the city of rowlett so thank you so much for your time congratulations and welcome to the go texan family and remember texas agriculture matters <laughs> yes, it does, sir. Thank you so much and have a great day.
And joining me now is Melinda Bartram, City of Rowlett's downtown manager. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Hannah. It's great to be here. Well, I'm so excited to have you here and talk about the Go Texan program. Yes, it was an initiative that I became familiar with when I went to visit uh, Daryl Dean, who is our regional representative for Go Texan. And I was on fire for the concept. I'm a native-born Texan and my entire life, I have always tried to buy local, buy Texas, and it's always fascinated me, the boots, the hats, the saddles, you know, but who knew, the salsa, the hot and, you know, pepper jellies, everything that's made in Texas is so unique to our state, and here's a program that, you know, absolutely benefits those who produce Texas-made products and sell Texas-made products. So please share with our listeners a little bit about who you are, your background, and your role at the City of Rowlett. Well, um, I started working with downtown management a long time ago. It was in 1996. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I've worked in five communities, which includes Rowlett. I began in Altus, Oklahoma. Oh, wow. And then went to Cordell, Oklahoma, and then Salina, Kansas, and then McKinney, Texas, which you might have heard of, and then (laughs) Rowlett, Texas. And a couple of uh, achievements that I'm particularly happy about and just privileged to be a part of uh, happened uh, in Cordell and in McKinney. In Cordell, I wrote the application for... uh, the GAMSA nomination, actually. It's the what great, is that? It's yeah. the Great American Main Street Award Program, and it's been going on a long time. But basically, the uh, Main Street America National Office selects five communities a year, just five. Wow. Cordell is a town of 2,900 people, and we were the first town in Oklahoma to achieve that award. That's so exciting. And it was definitely a highlight in my career. And then, of course, McKinney, Texas. I think a lot of people have visited the downtown there. And, you know, 20 years ago, uh, I was hired to write the application to become an urban Main Street program there in McKinney. And uh, the first year I wrote the application, we were invited to become self-initiated, which was a huge win. And then the second year, we became a full-fledged urban Main Street program. And I'll never forget taking that application to the post office. It weighed 33 pounds. Oh, wow. How much did that cost back? (laughs) (laughs) Way back then. Way back then. Five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm so pleased to be here in Rowlett, Texas. Downtown management is near and dear to my heart. And it's something that I feel is a legacy, not Mm. only to my children, but to generations to come. Uh, Our downtown heritage is seen every day through our buildings, through our special events, through the memories that are made here. You know, beginning when you're a kid, you'll always remember that farmer's market or that Juneteenth celebration that really, you know, helped open your eyes to diversity. And it, it means a lot to me to be a part of that. Yes. Well, it means a lot for me, especially as a Rowlett resident, to have someone like you who has so much expertise, experience, and knowledge. And we love our downtown. We have a great downtown, and we just needed that person to just help us give that extra boost. So I'm so excited and just so honored that you're here and that you chose to 
have a career in Rowlett as well and sprinkle your magic here. <laughs> <laughs> My fairy dust. Your yes. fairy dust, yes. exactly. Well, you know, one of the things that really led me to accept the position here um, are the opportunities. Mm. And I've never served in a community that had so many opportunities for infill construction, for amenity additions, for special event generation. Um, the Parks and Recreation uh, Department does a fantastic job here in Rowlett. Yes. I think they do over 60 events a year. We do a Which lot. is phenomenal. And most of them are downtown. Yes. Which, you know, makes my job a lot easier because people are already coming downtown. It's not an education that I need to provide they're already coming here for special events and thankfully with parks and recreation we're already doing some stellar things mm -hmm. downtown but i'm excited to see that grow and to become something you know even bigger and um to to have more memories downtown yes and we're going to definitely talk more about what's going on in downtown rella in a couple minutes but first let's pivot back to the go texan program that we just heard from yes. from um, commissioner said miller so making the city of rella a go texan partner was your initiative so why was this important to you and how does this benefit the city of rella and our residents well, I think at the heart of it, I immediately thought of our downtown businesses. Mm. You know, they're selling Texas-made products, and how can we tap into that? But then I started thinking in a bigger, more conceptual way of the city of Rowlett. How can we become a partner and basically, you know, work with the Go Texan program to do something special here in Rowlett? And there are a lot of things that we get from the program that can benefit our community. The first thing would be promotional opportunities. Uh, the Go Texan social media platforms have over 91,000 followers. Wow. And we are a part of that now. We're a part of that Go Texan family. So we can be featured on their social media. And that's a lot of people, yo, right? Right. <laughs> Maybe this podcast will be featured. You never know. Exactly. <laughs> um, also, we are tech, Go Texan brand ambassadors. And one of the biggest names as far as brand ambassadors for Go Texan is actually Chet Garner. I don't know if you've heard of him. He'd the day tripper. Yes, the oh, day tripper. Yes, okay, yes. Drew's yes, talked about him. <laughs> exactly. He is awesome. I've actually met him and worked with him um, on Live Green in Plano in, in my history. And he is just as nice in person as he is on his Good to know. Show. Yes. <laughs> but he has a huge following on social media. So we have the opportunity to perhaps be featured on his show. Ooh, fingers crossed if you're listening. I know. <laughs> Chet. Garner, please come to Rowlett. <laughs> and then we also have discounted promotional opportunities in magazines like Cowboys and Indians. And that one's Houston-based, but there are other publications that are North Texas-based. Oh, okay. And one of the most exciting things to me in being a partner with Go Texan as a city are the grant opportunities. Mm. There are special event grants, there are farmers and craft market grants, and then there's a grant they call the mega grant. Ooh, what's the mega grant? And it starts off kind of small, and then you prove yourself with an event or a program, and then it gets larger, and then it can get larger, and I believe that it can get up to 20000 if 
I'm remembering yeah. correctly, wow. but it, it is actually a mega grant and um, we're eligible for all of those uh, grant reimbursement programs. So that's pretty exciting. And then of course we get discount uh, discounts on showing all Rowlett has to offer at different promotional activities. The number one being the State Fair of Texas at the Go Texan oh, Pavilion. Cool. They actually have a table where we can reserve a day and we can go, we can partner with the Chamber of Commerce and be, you know, side by side with them at the table because the Go Texan program is the entire city. Right. So we can choose our partners to go and staff a table, say, at the Texas State Fair. Oh, cool. And that would be at the Go Texan Pavilion. So are we going this year? I mean, the State Fair is almost here, which I can't believe it's almost I know, here. But so will we have a little table there? We maybe are not. This year? We're not going this year. Yes. They actually, the reservations ran out. The of reservations course. are are highly sought after and they're very competitive with the other go texan communities and we were just too late to the to the table literally this year gotcha but next year who knows 2024 we'll be at the state fair (laughs) (laughs) so the commissioner also mentioned which i thought was interesting a grant to become or maybe it's not a grant but he mentioned something about the potential for a city to become a go texan retirement city do you know anything about that I that was like, is a that is a relatively new program to me gotcha. i had just heard about that um i am aware that we can have a go texan farmers and craft market though right which would literally put it on a map on their website as one of the premier farmers and craft markets so cool yeah we can already use the go texan logo on our farmers and craft market because it is a city partnership so anything mm-hmm. the city um, is sponsoring, or if we're a partner, we can use that Go Texan logo. We can use a sticker with that logo on all of our facilities uh, that are city owned. Mm-hmm. Um, for a business to use the Go Texan logo or say a, a sticker on their door, they would have to be a Go Texan business. Gotcha. And I can certainly walk them through the process. And all they have to do literally is sell Texas-made products and promote Texas-made products. Perfect. And it's not just like what you, you kind of talked about this in the beginning. It's not just salsas. It can be you made your table, a wood table in Texas. And you can have that Go Texan logo if you apply and get accepted and all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I wow. mean, dish towels. I mean, it can literally be anything as long as it is made here in Texas. And if it's made of an agricultural um, component like salsa, Mm -hmm. for example, all the better, but they don't limit it to that, which is awesome because that just opens the door to our business owners who are crafty and who are entrepreneurial and want to make something to sell. And they can also buy shelf space at the Go Texan Pavilion at the Texas State Fair. Cool. If they are a Go Texas business, Go Texan business. Good to know. So we will make sure to get, if there's like an application or something, we'll make sure to put that in the show notes for, especially for those small business owners or business owners and those crafty folks who potentially want to register and apply for that. Cause that's such a great opportunity. And 
for those who may not have known this logo, I'm sure y'all have seen that I'm, if you're watching it, you'll see it on the video, but that's what the Go Texan logo looks like. It's so a brand. It's a brand. So I'm sure you've seen it somewhere on something, but yeah, it's pretty popular. There's a lot of, a lot of brands who have this. So we are now proud Go Texan members. It's official. We have a certificate. It is official. <laughs> that makes it all official. And it has the uh, commissioner signature right there. So awesome. <laughs> it must be real. It must be real. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So your role as the downtown manager is new to the city of Rowlett. So what else are you working on that you can share with the public? Well, there's a couple of exciting things that have been going on yes. that I would love to unveil today. Ooh. Um, this would be the first time that we've shown in I guess, shared any of this information with the public. So this is an exclusive My Rowlett podcast. You heard two, it here first. Two Ooh, exclusives. Two exclusives. <laughs> One is Downtown Rowlett now has branding and a logo. <gasps> Woo! And it is also now called Downtown Rowlett. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> Not the village of Rowlett downtown, blah, 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 blah. No, it is downtown Rowlett. Amazing. No education required. We all know where it's located. It's that 300 acres that sort of surrounds Main Street and Coyle. <laughs> gotcha. That's a great question because I just assumed, when I especially look on y'all's social media, like I just assumed downtown Rowlett is that little strip of Main Street where the city hall, it ends at city hall and ends, or one side is city hall and the other side it ends at like the dental place. But it actually expands further. So can you kind of talk about, I guess, the jurisdiction of what downtown Rowlett is, just so there's not confusion for our listeners? Absolutely. The district actually has boundaries uh, to the north would be Highway 66. To the west, it's Rowlett Road. Okay. To the east, it's the southbound service lane of PGBT. And then that south boundary is a little janky. It, it kind of zigs and zags. It includes Herforth Park. It includes the school. Oh, wow. Um, it includes uh, the village multifamily housing. Mm -hmm. It includes Veterans Park and some of the single family housing um, that runs just south of Main Street. Okay. And then back over to Rowlett Road. And then I think I saw like the chiropractic shop y'all just highlighted a couple days ago. Yes. So that so that shopping center is included like where the Panera is. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So that's it, also it is about 300 acres. And what I love about this district is its diversity because mm. we have a public park, we have a school, we have a library, we have the DART terminal, we have light industrial, which may become its own little sub-district at some point in the future with its own special name. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> we have what I consider the business core, which mm -hmm. is Main Street and Coil. We have single family dwelling. We have a little bit of everything. Yeah. And I love that diversity because it brings so much to the table in terms of our future development. Mm -hmm. Well, exciting. So what is the second unveiling that you have for us that you want to announce? Well, the second unveiling is as of yesterday, our big survey to the residents and to visitors and customers of Rowlett has closed. It was a six-week survey and we received not 500, not a thousand, but 1,320 
20 wow. response, responses. I, I mean, it's job. crazy. <gasps> I think that's probably the large, I think the mayor was saying that's the largest response we've had for a public survey. I don't know, ever in a long time. We don't have the data on that, but it's definitely, thank you guys so much for showing up Absolutely. and taking the survey. That's yes. incredible. And for you, for your marketing efforts and everything to get that out. Thank like you. it's truly incredible because we do want to hear from the citizens, like their input, y'all's input does matter if you're listening. So Absolutely. thank you so much for taking the quick, short five minute left. I, less, it was, it was less one minute. Five, it was one minute. Exactly. <laughs> I promised a one minute survey and yes. I asked anybody to call me out if it wasn't a minute <laughs> or less. But, you know, I am so appreciative of everyone who not only took the survey themselves, but shared it, mm. texted it and encouraged others to take the survey because what it tells me above and beyond anything else is that downtown Rowlett is important to the residents of Rowlett. Yes. That is what it tells me. That kind of response, I'm not only hearing it, I'm listening right. to what people have to say. And they have to say a lot. There were only five questions, but the responses were very interesting. Ooh, let, let's dig very into it. Yeah. Yes, let's. Okay, so the first question we asked is, what best describes you? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as taking the survey, what best describes you? And we had over a thousand people respond that they are residents of Rowlett. Incredible. So that was, you know, just incredible in and of itself. And then downtown Rowlett residents, we had 68 people respond. Wow. And those would be residents in single-family homes or in the multifamily right. um, apartment complexes. Okay, awesome. So we definitely had a lot of folks. And the Rowlett visitors, we had 69 Rowlett visitors wow. respond. And I want to just give a shout-out to some of our downtown uh, businesses for letting me put the survey out on their tables and on their uh point of sale yes desks and so forth because i really think that helped get the word out to our customers i saw at the wisp and willow boutique so i definitely saw it there i was like oh look at there's melinda surface yeah and girlfriends <laughs> was actually putting um some of the push cards into the bags as they sold so things cool. is a group effort. i love it i mean they had them on every table every table wow so definitely was a community effort to absolutely. get all these responses so absolutely fun. i love the collaboration on this so the second question was how often do you visit down downtown businesses mm -hmm. and or restaurants and we're kind of all over the map yeah. but the number one answer was monthly and that speaks very highly of a community that has 65,030 people right that they're visiting downtown monthly that's a lot of people lot coming of people. through downtown Rowlett. And that's a big reason to put a lot of emphasis on downtown Rowlett in terms of future development. Mm -hmm. So cool. The next question was, what brings you to downtown Rowlett? What brings you to downtown Rowlett, Hannah? I work here. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond that, you might find me at Bankhead. You never know. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because dining is actually by far the number one reason people come to downtown Rowlett. Interesting. Yeah. Now, you know, keep in mind, downtown Rowlett is more than just Main Street. Right. That could be Panera. It could be Dairy Queen. It could be Baracos. It could be Bankhead. I mean, you just, we don't know. Right. But we do know that dining is the number one reason people come mm -hmm. downtown. Now, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, number two is special events and parades. 
Not a surprise. Right. But number three is the public library. Yay. You know me. So, I love the library. I know. Me too. <laughs> I grew up in one. That's awesome. Yeah. I can still tell you the name of my library. It was Harrington Library. <laughs> was your mom a library? Or you just like to spend time in the I library? Was, I was like a, an avid reader. Oh, cool. And when I got out of school, I hit the library every day after wow. school. So it was just my thing. I'd go there, study, do my homework, and then I would just sit in a corner and read. It was my jam. It was your jam. It was. Perfect. Library lovers unite. I know, right? So the next question is, what additional businesses would you like to see located in downtown Rowlett? Love that you propose an ice cream shop. Personally, I would. I mean, love that some was like my cream. first day right. on the job. I'm like, <laughs> I found this ice cream vendor, and they're open to licenses, and it's only fifteen hundred dollars to get a license. And I think we should get them downtown and rail it. Trust me, I went home to my husband. I was like, maybe we should open up an ice cream shop. But. And <laughs> the numbers say it's number two on the list Ooh. of things people want by a long shot. It's number really, two. yeah. Huh, what was number one? Restaurants. <laughs> Of course. People, that's the number one reason they come downtown and they want more restaurants. Mm. People love to eat and then they want to go have their ice cream after the parades right. and after the special events. And then number three was that outdoor market. Well, there we go. We already kind of have that. Yeah. Some some seasons. It's not every week by any means, but it's, it's seasonal. So right. that's exciting. Well, and you know, I think it's interesting that we did the survey in June and July. Right. The hottest months, or and still, outdoor market came in number three, Hmm. even during these hot months. So I thought that was really interesting that that people were still thinking outdoor anything. Yeah, (laughs) right. I'm like, I am pleased. No, not right now. (laughs) And so, our last question that we asked: What amenities are important to you in downtown Roulette? And this is one of the answers that surprised me the most. Because the perception of what would be the number one thing that people want downtown, as far as an amenity. Right. What would you guess the first thing would be? I mean, we always love restrooms. Clean restrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a personal thing. Maybe not everyone wants that. But yeah, I really don't know beyond that. I hear a lot about parking. That is true. I hear a lot about the, the need for more parking. But believe it or not, that did not come out to be the number one amenity people want downtown. Hmm. It was actually shade. Ah, makes sense. People want shade. And I guess they want shade with their outdoor markets. I don't know. But they definitely are looking for shade. Gotcha. Number two was parking. And then we had kind of a tie between public restrooms and food trucks. But wink, wink, there is a food truck development that is moving forward oh it's not downtown oh really yeah but it's um going to be pretty exciting okay i guess we'll also stay tuned for another (laughs) announcement a little little sprinkle of a hint i know okay i just have to tease you a little bit okay but uh i am excited to say that number four was public art which would include Mm. sculpture and murals and all of the things to bring color to downtown yeah because you know when the texas downtown association did their assessment um this last year they reported (laughs) quite bluntly that downtown railette was very beige and that we could 
use some pops of color. Okay, yeah. And yeah. so I'm working very closely with the Arts and Humanities Commission uh, to see what we can do about that. Yes, maybe a mural in our future, another mural. Well, you never know, you never, now do okay. you? <laughs> Stay tuned for more. <laughs> we have to have a follow-up episode, clearly. <laughs> I know, clearly. We need to follow up with a lot of things, but um, you just never know. So uh, Amazing. it's definitely uh, on the agenda for discussion okay. on August 9th. Ooh, okay. So and stay tuned. Today's an exciting day because I am actually receiving some conceptual designs for a mural. What? I am. Today's the deadline. Today's the deadline. Okay. And Today's August 1st. We're recording on August 1st for those who are listening, maybe late at a later date. Right. So Today's August context. 1st. Yes. So you have these results and this closed yesterday, July 31st. So what are you, I mean, you have your work cut out for you, it seems like. So you have these results, you've listened, you've read, you've analyzed. What is next for you and what does this mean going forward after this survey for those who took it and want to know what's happening after this? Absolutely. Well, the next step is actually a strategic plan. I'm gotcha. in the process of writing a request for proposals for a strategic plan specific to downtown Rowlett. Oh, cool. And that will identify not only the things that need to be done, but the priority in which those things need to be done and how to do those things. Right. And, you know, every downtown I've ever worked in, the most successful downtowns are a public-private partnership. Oh, okay. It's not all on the city to create the downtown of your dreams. Mm. It is the city and the residents that come by, combine and come together. It's the nonprofits. Gotcha. You know, it's the volunteers. It's, you know, the kids at the school in the downtown district. Mm -hmm. Everyone coming together with ideas, wanting to volunteer, wanting to be a part of the excitement and the growth and the development of their downtown Everyone wants their thumbprint on it. Yes. And that's what works the best is when you see all of those components come together and, and work in the same direction. Are we currently a public-private partnership or are we just a public downtown at the moment? As far as my position mm -hmm. and the program that is being established, mm -hmm. we are um, city-funded. Gotcha. And I'm city-directed. But that's another good reason to have a strategic plan. Right. Right. Um, now, I do work with volunteers in the sense that I do uh, attend some of the commission and advisory board meetings. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, I get to listen to what is important to a lot of people in the community in terms of the downtown. And I, can, I, and I also have the opportunity to let them know what we're doing. Yeah. And to answer questions with regard to, you know, the direction that we're going. Awesome. And so the strategic plan, how long, like just a general timeline. So that will probably take months, maybe right. a, year, a year, something. I hope it would not be a year. Yeah, you're like, please. <laughs> okay. Right. Right now, you know, in, in the meantime, yes. while the strategic plan is, is being accomplished, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm continuing to build rapport with local business owners, local um, property owners. You know, it's important that the downtown stakeholders feel they have a voice yes. and a part of the development of our community. Mm -hmm. And 
everybody is so excited and has been just so welcoming uh, to me and to the ideas that I brought to the table. Uh, an example of that would have been a Cinco de Mayo. Yes. It was one of the first business-driven events that we've seen in Rowlett since I've been here. So cool. And we had music, we had food, we had margaritas, of, of course. course. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the awesome thing is we had a crowd. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were classic cars cruising around downtown. There was, you know, a crowd. There were families. You know, there were couples holding hands and strolling around downtown. And some of our businesses actually stayed open late to accommodate that shopping opportunity, you know, for these people who were waiting for a table at some of the downtown restaurants. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was something that just made me so proud of our downtown partners. Yes. And I think that we can look forward to more um, events of that nature. Yay. I just love, you probably have the most, besides me, <laughs> you probably have the fun, <laughs> most fun job in the city for sure. How yes, cool. What I love honor. it. I yeah. just love working here. And like I said, everybody has been so welcoming and just so positive from city staff being incredibly supportive and patient with me <laughs> um, in all of my, you know, cheerleader happy ideas. Yes. <laughs> We've needed it. It's so nice. It's so nice. You know, to the downtown stakeholders being very open mm-hmm. to some new ideas and new ways of doing things. You know, it has all been just such a breath of fresh air for me. Got I'm it. glad to be back in downtown management. I had taken a break for a period of time oh, okay. to do marketing and communications specifically for 15 years. Oh, wow. So there was kind of a break in there. Okay. So you're not, you just not have been managing downtowns for most of your right. life, but there was a break. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. I worked for the city of Plano, city of Sachse, and um, for the Denton County Transportation Authority. Wow been all over <laughs> what a fun career that is so easy. well we are honored to have you and like Thank you started you. march of this year yes march 6th. you've been busy <laughs> <laughs> and so something else i think you mentioned to drew and i a couple weeks ago is the potential for us to be a film friendly city yes do you have an update on that or have we applied or what does that mean we for have us? applied i there are three components to becoming a film friendly certified city okay we've already completed one of those components which is attending a film friendly texas uh, workshop Mm -hmm. and i did that back in march and tonight will be and again this is august 1st tonight everything's happening tonight (laughs) another another step Um, i'll be presenting information to council about film friendly texas and um, hopefully they're open yes. uh, to moving forward uh, with this program. Awesome. And the third step will be a piece of cake because you and Drew are going to be really instrumental in this third step. Oh, tell us more. Yeah. <laughs> really? Huh. <laughs> and that is taking photos along mm. with myself and people in the community. Anyone can do it. But taking photos of locations that can potentially be used to shoot commercials, to shoot movies, to use in video games. I've always wanted to be a location scout. (laughs) 
Well, now may be your opportunity, Drew. Yes. Downtown mm-hmm. Relets, our first one. <laughs> right? Thank you so much for getting the Go Texan program together. Thank you, Commissioner Sid Miller, for also joining us via phone earlier. So it was just so fun to talk to you both and share with our listeners what this really means. And so we are a proud Go Texan partner. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the My Rowlett podcast. As always, if you have any questions, please email us at podcastourrowlett.com. And any of the links that we shared in this episode will also be available in the show notes. Have a great day, Rowlett.